yeah. Yo, this is Nick D. I'm Brie K, and this is Kasari. You already know what it is, man. It's William Cater. Yo, this is DJ Lost and Found from the Missing Link Podcast. Hey, what up? It's Miss Hero from Pew Army. We just Steve had him on the show. Yo, what's good, Josh? Your boy, YP, a.k.a. A Young Paul. You know what I mean? Representing the East Coast, New York, Jersey, Jersey stand up. And you're tuned into the Thags Night. Got feedback. Uh-oh, uh-oh. What's going on? Yo, what's going on? What up, people? Uh, Jimmy just interrupted me. Just messed my own <laughs> I just threw you off. Feedback. <laughs> just messed everything up. Appreciate that. But yo, everybody was good. Um, thank you for joining us today. Man, we got a special guest out here. But for the regulars, you got me. We got uh, uh, you got Jimmy. We got Jay. But our special guest right here, we got Prophets. And watch it building, and he's not guys, gonna man? show his face, yo. Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome Thank you for joining us. Oh, absolutely. Hey, how you, how you guys doing? We're good, oh, good, man. good. Switch, Switch is not joining us today. He got uh, he didn't pay his internet bill, so yeah. yeah. So that, that Obama well, phone uh, Wi Fi isn't working, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Facts, facts. This is episode one sixty nine. Make sure you hit the thumbs up button. Yes, hit the hit hit the the like button. Yo, shout so, out to Brooklyn what up, in the yo? building, Voss in Brooklyn. the building. Voss Brooklyn was super man. early. Voss uh, shut up at noon. Right, right noon. Like yeah. that dude was He's not prepared. playing. Yeah? Word, word. Well, what's good, fellas? How's everything? How's the weekend? Y'all got into. Any mischievous things? Oh no, not me. Taking off some hurricane shutters. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, they don't stay up. Nah, they the mine. They're they're like these stainless steel like uh, slides. They go over. You got to screw them down. And they got to come off. Otherwise, oh, you, wow. but some of those like small ones that you just like lap down, they'll just blow right away. <laughs> um. Oh wow! So, two floors or one? Nah, just one, just one. Okay. Oh, I don't think Florida suck. allows you to have two floors. No, nah, you can have two floors. I'm just too lazy yeah. for stairs, so we just bought oh, one. Okay. <laughs> you said I'm too lazy. No cardio for me. <laughs> I have two floors. You can't. They don't have basements normally. I believe. No, we don't got it. No, I don't know of any house or anybody in any house in Florida that I've seen right. that has a basement. Right. Is that because it's on swap plan? Is that why? There's that, and everything floods no matter what. Like, mm. so if you get any any amount of standing water, somebody's basement's going to be ankle deep. Goodness wow. So how how was the damage uh, in your area? And because I was seeing some videos of some of these Yo, places, it was crazy. I was like, no way, this is real. Yeah. Like it's it crazy. looked like a fish tank. Yeah, like about oh yeah, forty miles south of us. 50 miles south of us just got obliterated. Um, mm. Like there's nothing left down there. Uh, our area didn't get hit as like too bad. Um, we had, you know, some fence panels down, had some limbs down and stuff like that, but we didn't really have anything crazy. Um, but like people like in the town that we vacation in South, like that thing is, it's not even there anymore. Like it's all under wow. sand and water. 
Yeah. So I was in uh, Fort Myers earlier this year, and yeah. a lot of the places, you know, they were brand new. The hotel we stayed at was brand new. Yeah. A lot of construction everywhere, brand new buildings. Mm. And then I re- I seen videos of the streets that we were driving by, just everything just gone. I was like, wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's, it's, it's still like that's that's going to take them. I mean, they were saying 18 months just to clear debris. Like, oh, wow. so like right now they're setting up like temporary bridges because people can't even get to like sanibel and stuff like that like they're taking helicopters right, right. in because i mean the blip the bridges are gone um so like captiva and sanibel like you can't even get out there right now they're taking Wait. people by boat and helicopter there's people How? there's a video in uh i i it was i think it was bonita springs where you got a bunch of dudes doing like a trick show on jet skis on like a walmart parking lot Wow. Like it's Whoa. that there's that much water there. They still got four or five like, feet of water. Still. Yeah, still. Yo, how do how do them temporary bridges work though? Like how long does it take to build or set up? Uh, how does that Usually work? Usually a few days. Like some but for the most part, like a lot of those places, there's just sections of the bridge. It's not like the mm-hmm. whole thing collapsed. So they're able to pop up these like the like T frame bridges. Okay. Um and it I mean it takes them a few days. Like I think Sanibel has theirs up already. Um Oh, wow. But I mean, it doesn't do you a whole lot of good when you, as soon as you get over the bridge, it's eight feet of standing water. So it's like, I think that's part of it too. Like there's not really a point in putting them because you can't get anywhere once you get over the bridge. So, yeah, yeah, you know, they're taking people by helicopter and boat and jet ski and everything else. So dang, that's, that's crazy. That is wild. They okay. said, they said Puerto Rico still don't have uh, power in some places. Some places. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness, that's wild. Yeah, but you would think like, <clears throat> and they originally they thought it was hitting you guys direct, right? Um, it was originally, yeah, it's originally it supposed to hit us direct. Like we would have been ground zero, um, originally, but it's kind of swerved. Um, so like, like wow. I mean, I, I I keep saying like it's a blessing, but it's also like it hit somebody else so right right, you know, right, right. Like, yeah yes i'm blessed but a lot of people weren't so mm-hmm. it was just you know it was something heavy to to kind of navigate like you want to you want to say hey yeah that's great it didn't hit us but it's also like it hit somebody else so yeah right right was this your first experience with a major hurricane like that no 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 I've oh been wow okay just about all of them oh wow okay so okay. i mean right. obviously not the old the ones from like way back in the day but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, in the last probably, I won't say twenty-ish years, but somewhere in there. Okay. Wow. So, but I mean, this is the first one that like would have absolutely destroyed my home. <laughs> oh, okay. So, okay. Uh, it's you know, it's kind of like I said, it's it's hard to call it a blessing because it did destroy a lot of other people's yeah. homes. But yeah. you know, it's the first time I was ever like legitimately scared that my house would be. Hurt. Oh, that's crazy. I mean, I to see the damage that it did and just imagine that, like, man, that could right. have been Right, us. that could have been me. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. it. Yeah, yeah like, wow. I think Jay shared a video of, like, this this house that had, like, these, like, 10-foot windows, and the water was, like, halfway yeah. out the window, and that yeah. was, it looked like, it looked like you, was, you were at the aquarium, just yeah. looking at, 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 you know, it was... It was wild. I just... It is wild, and and another thing that's wild too is how a lot of these people they didn't have flood insurance, but they oh, had yeah. hurricane insurance. There's a lot of people who weren't even in flood zone whose house is six feet underwater. 
Like there's that much water, like especially in like the Orlando side, like that Orlando Kissimmee area. Man, like yeah, none of them are in flood zones. None of them are, and they're still all flooded. Yeah, it's crazy. Because right, they're so, so, you know, supposedly they're so far inland, and psh, look at that. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah, it sucks, man. Our hearts go out to those people. Absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah, it's wild, wild, wild. Um, did you guys see uh, this new? Uh, uh, first what? of all, have you seen the memes? And have you seen uh, Netflix? Memes? You see memes, memes for Jeffrey right. Dahmer? Dahmer? Dahmer. Yeah, Dahmer. Mm-hmm. So I. Too young. Uh, yeah. So so my wife told me about the show. She she's watched it. I have. Oh, not. she finished it. She finished it. I how never even heard of. How uh, many episodes? I don't know how many episodes. I think there's eight. I could be wrong with it. Okay. All right. So I never heard of this dude before, but supposedly this guy is like one of the like worst murderers in the United States history or something like that. Yeah. I could be wrong. He's, He's definitely one of the most like, prolific like serial killers. In yeah. The, yeah. Especially in the country. But he was yeah. he was really known because um, he got he 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 targeted homosexual men was mm. kind of his M.O. Um, and so he was the first that kind of really I, I, I could be wrong about this. I don't think I am. But I, my understanding is he was the first that really <laughs> had that uh, like that target audience, you know. Yeah, um, and he was also really like just like screwed up, like in general, just completely yeah. messed in the head. So. Terrible. Interesting. Terrible. How so, come you don't watch it, so, Jay? Um, you're scared. I don't know. I don't, I don't, not that I'm scared. I just I don't know. I don't find I don't find that type you don't of, like gory uh, gory type stuff. Yeah, that's like so. like that type of entertainment. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know if you call it entertainment, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, just I don't know. I just didn't feel like oh yeah, this is something I need to watch. You know? Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. I I did uh, find interesting though that um. In Stranger Things, I don't know if you guys saw that, but oh, yeah. they actually had the dude that played him in Stranger Things as like a uh, what are those things called? Like a cameo, uh, Easter egg, uh, yeah, cameo Easter egg type of thing. Oh, really? really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know either until I saw. Uh, I think it was on TikTok. Yeah. Somebody had posted it. Really? So, what did he play? What dude was he in Stranger Things? No, he he. They just had him like as a background. Um, so oh, like in, in, in one of the episodes, yeah, like a random, random dude. Oh, but okay. you wouldn't know until after you know if you watch the series or whatever. Like, oh that, snap! That Did they have him like that though, like in character almost, like dressed up? Yeah, he was dressed up like with his little thick glasses and like. Are you serious? I gotta um, Google this. I don't know. Show. However, they were dressed back then and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty that's cool. Crazy. I know, no, it's pretty. Cool. That's, that's a great way to planned um, it, bro. Yeah, advertise or whatever. What? Yeah. Yeah, I believe. It. I mean, they got he kind of got his start in high school. So like it kind of makes sense, you know, that in like yeah. the oh, so, so does 80s, it fall in the same it time? It kind of falls as... in the same time period. I mean, maybe, oh. maybe I mean maybe not exactly, but like right, right. Yeah. like he he started he started with the the like really trying to kill people in his in uh, in late high school, like mm-hmm. right after he graduated. He was like 17, right? Yeah. Yeah, when his mom wow. his mom left him in the house. Mhm. Like she just bounce on him. So, so does the the series like get into like what happened, like what's going on with his head, or it tries to? Like I mean, the thing is, nobody really yeah. knows. Um, yeah, oh, he, he was I killed see. in prison, so it oh. was like like they they tried. They did some interviews with him, and you can like see some of that interview stuff going on. Um, 
and like other shows, like real, like real shows, not dramas of the right. show. Um, but he, like he, he was killed in prison by another inmate. So like nobody really got the full story like from from him. They they got little interviews here and there and kind of pieced a lot of it together. But and he killed his victims and like so it wasn't like there's a ton of people that really had. Like, yeah, there was only like one survivor, right? Yeah, yeah, there's only one person that he that wow. got away. Wow. And how long how long did he do this for? It was years. It was a long Ooh. time. Oh my goodness. So and he like like he like he was just really messed up like in the head and like but he was also kind of a genius in some regard. And I hate saying right. that it makes it right. sound that like borderline. Yeah, yeah. He, like he like he knew how to get rid of bodies really like efficiently. Like he just like nobody. I don't think anybody really knows the full extent of like how awful yeah. he was. So yeah, that was one of the things I learned in in the in the show was like I didn't know that his dad played a huge role in him acquiring the skills to do this yep whoa yeah how so yeah <laughs> you gotta watch man gotta watch right. it, Spoiler oh alert. so it's in the series okay okay yeah uh, i mean maybe i'll get into it now yeah but uh, he, 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 honestly he, honestly for like a, for like a horror like a serial killer show it's really not as graphic as you'd expect True. like okay. it, there's some of it is like there's some scenes that are just like really kind of but they could have gotten they could have gotten deep into it and they didn't they they were pretty good about like, like not showing the worst of it. So right, right, got it. It's more of like right. a character study, I would say, than anything else. Mm. All right. I, I I remember my wife was saying how um, there was a there was some sort of backlash with his family and Netflix. Um, how they were pretty much you know portraying him wrong and portraying him evil and all this other stuff. But in my head, I'm like. Well, if he did all these things, obviously yeah. he's evil, right? Like, right. you know. Yeah. So, and it does like a really he... good job, like a culturally of like explaining how he was able to get away with it. Um, like the building that he lived in is like it's a low class. I say low class, but it's like a very uh-huh. like rent controlled, um, like very poor building. So he was in the yeah. hood. Yeah, kind of. He's kind of yeah. like in the hood, and like uh, like a lot of the people that were on to him were like they were like um, like older black women. And mm-hmm. the police didn't listen to anything they had to say. They didn't want yeah. to. So like they'd come and say they like they reported him like dozens of times. And they she did. Yep. She did, yeah, she did specifically. Yeah. Um, like dozens of times. And they I know that they had an issue with the show too, because they were saying like they didn't really portray it as serious as it was. But like I guess like they would go and report it to the police and they would basically say, You have no idea what you're talking about. Like this is a white mm-hmm. guy, he doesn't do that. Um, and so the, they didn't really portray that as well in the series as they they should have. That's my understanding of why they, they that those people were mad, um, yeah. as opposed to his family, which like I'm like, how do you have a leg to stand on? Like the guy killed dozens of people. <laughs> like you're yeah. mad that he was portrayed as a monster? Like come on. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it's why I mean, I get it. Right, family's always gonna defend you one way or another, but right. Sometimes it's like, oh, I don't know about this. Yeah. But yeah. It was crazy, man. Word. I, you saw, uh, you saw uh, Boozy say you should boycott it. <laughs> Why? Because Jeffrey Dahmer was... Because he, he, <laughs> 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 it's glorifying um, Jeffrey Dahmer killing uh, black men. Okay. So you said we should gay black men. 
Yo, oh, speaking of uh, gay black men, yes. Uh, you saw that uh, Netflix got some backlash because it was categorized as LGBT film? Oh, I I oh, did yeah. see that. Um, but I didn't even know they categorized things now, uh, LGBT. That's that's what that's I read, thing. too. Well, you, yeah, you know what? Like, during that month, like, I know on my Netflix, like, all they kept promoting was that type of content, those types of shows and that t- those type of movies. So I know that there's a way... There has to be a way because I remember during that month that they were showing all that stuff like on my feed. So I imagine yeah, they have like they, a pride section, right? Yeah, there's got to yeah. be a pride. They yeah, put it under there. They probably put it mm-hmm. under there, and people were mad. Like they mad. They mad. What they mad? I mean, they mad because they got like a gay serial killer. They didn't want that associated with them. Apparently not. Wow. Okay. Um, uh, all right. I mean, so what they do, they, they boycott Netflix and like, okay, yeah, we cancel our subscriptions. Now, well, uh, Netflix changed it. It's not categorized as an LGBT um, show no more. They didn't even have to make uh, much of a fuss. Right. I guess. Oh. I, mean, I don't know. Oh, they just snapped their fingers and it's done. You know? Wow. That's wow. why must be, they don't. Must be nice. I mean, I, I mean, I guess I could, I could kind of see the argument, man. You know what I mean? Because like. Like, I don't, I don't, like, look, we're in Hispanic Heritage Month. The last thing I want is for them to put Richard Ramirez in the Hispanic Heritage <laughs> category. You know what I mean? Like, yo, that don't represent us, you know? Right, right. <laughs> and I mean, you could do that for any category, right? I guess that that makes sense. Um, I just thought it was, it was interesting, though. You know, I mean, the man was, you know, he lived that lifestyle. So it is what it is, man. Yeah. So, so uh, what? So how does that tie in with the Bootsy story? Like he was upset too that it no, was no. Like, I just, I just, I just went because oh. when you when you said uh, a gay black man, I just remembered that. Got um, it. The thing, yeah, it has nothing to do with the Bootsy thing. Okay, Bootsy okay. Thing. So he was just upset that he was killing black people. Yeah, yeah. And then what does this music talk glorifies. about again? Killing, killing black oh. men. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's pretty hypocritical. Smashing. Girls and you know all that other stuff. You know. Okay, so same as everybody stuff. else. Yeah, yeah. Stuff, yeah. Right. All right. All right. I'm saying we'll he's got to boycott himself too. All Basically, he promotes. Right. Basically, they just be talking to talk, man. Right, 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 right. Let's get let's get outrage, selective outrage. Yeah. Right? Get out Crazy. of here. Yeah. Whatever. Word. But yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's get that. Um, Speaking of uh, you know, uh, rich people and hood and all that, um, we had uh, we had uh, Robert Herchevek from uh, Shark from Hutch from Shark Tank. Oh yeah, oh no, him. What's up with him? So so he was on uh, Good Morning America, uh, a show, and he's talking about um how the workplace. I do know Robert. My bad. Go ahead. Yeah, my bad. is a is a social <laughs> ecosystem, right? And uh, we ha- we hopefully have the clip here, uh, popping up soon. You have the clip. We should we have it. Cl- we, got the, yeah. we got the clip. Y'all ready? Come on, man. Let's turn it off mute. Let's hear what they got to say. For the great resignation, people have left, gone to a new job, and there's no more privacy. What the workplace has become. It's become a social ecosystem. People don't come to work anymore necessarily to work. 
they come to work to hang out with their friends. And to work, I presume, or they wouldn't Hopefully last. Some, yeah. mm. some work, yeah. but we're far more productive at home. My issue is there's got to be a line at work mm -hmm. between work and friends. I mean, I love the people I work with, right. but does that mean I need to hang out with them? I mean, I love Kevin. I've never yeah. been to this house for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. and, and there's a reason for that. <laughs> there's a very That's good cool. reason for that. Yeah. So I think, I think hmm. there's a balance, but you have to have fun at work, but you got to keep it professional. We've gone through the great resignation. All right. Okay. Keep it professional. Sense. So, so here's something I disagree on, right? Mm -hmm. uh -oh. I don't think you're gonna go to work to be with your friends because I don't consider my work, my coworkers, friends like that. I no, agree. but right, I but I think Switch made this point the other day. Sometimes he just wants to get out the house just to be social. It don't have to be friends, but he just wants like human interaction. True. So true. Be to that extent. But but in the context that he was saying, he was like that you 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 want to go to work to chill with your friends right, who are also right. your coworkers, well, right? Everybody say everybody he he's the rich guy, CEO looking down on other people. He see two people talking, he probably automatically assume they're friends. <laughs> Get back to your desk. <laughs> I think a lot of it also depends on what kind of job you have. Like, yeah, right. and like, and, and what you're doing at your job, like if you're, if you're getting underpaid to overwork, like you're, you're not, you're not going there because you're, you're really passionate about the work you're doing. Like nobody goes, like nobody's going to their job at Abercrombie and Fitch passionate about selling, you know, Abercrombie and Fitch. Right. Like nobody, like they're going to hang out with their friends, you know, um, right. they got, they've made friends there. And, and that's another thing too. I think that he, Robert kind of ignores is a lot of people go to work to work and make friends like as their career is progressing, you know, right. like, think like a school or teachers or whatever else, like they all end up become like, not all of them, but you know, they end up making friends at the, at their, at their work. Um, yeah. I don't disagree with him that, you know, obviously there's a job to be done, but I, you know, <laughs> I agree with aunt. Like he's like, you're talking down to people. Like if the job is getting done, like, why are you complaining about people going to like, see their, like see people that they like, like friends or not. Like I don't consider my coworkers like. I don't know that I would consider them like friends, but I do enjoy being around them. So right. you know, You're right, absolutely. Get, you know, absolutely. get going in there and being able, you know, to like, right, like a friend. Uh, one of my coworkers and I, uh, we play Warzone together all the time. So it's like it's something nice. to like talk about and like hang out and talk about if we're not, you know, if we're not doing something else. I mean, there's still like he's right. There is a job to be done. Mm -hmm. Um. Right. You know, and that's that's kind of that's the purpose of going to work. But I mean, I think it's super like it's kind of a like a really out of touch take to be like there. You shouldn't have friends at work like mm. it, it, you're there to work. It's there needs to be plenty of difference between like let people enjoy like their jobs. <laughs> like Yeah, but I do like that. He said because he, he knows right saying that um um you get more work done at home. Yeah. So as if he's an advocate for working from home, almost. Yeah. So I'm with that. I'm with right. that. Mm -hmm. Thank, I, thank I, you, I, Robert, for that. I, I don't think that'll last very long, though, working from home. What? Don't think so? I, de that? Depending on the industry. Depending on the industry. Like if oh. you're in sales, if you're in sales, working from home, you know, has existed way before working from home was cool. Um, if you're in IT, same thing as well, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're like an accountant or things like that, I, I don't, I don't see that lasting for that, for the, for this long. Um, I think everybody will eventually go back to, you know, being in offices and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. To to a whole cluster of people start coughing on each other. <laughs> yeah, but now, but now it's like, well, if you start coughing, it, they're more, I guess, accepting that you're gonna gonna stay home, but you're gonna work from home, right? Um, versus right, it's like, to their advantage. Yeah, and versus like maybe back before all of this happened, you know, it was like, oh, you're sick again? Oh gosh, you know, no, just come to work. We need you. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. You know, type of thing. I don't know. That's just my perspective. Do any of you guys have people who work for you? Just like curiosity. No. 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 So I, I, I'm a proponent. I have in the past. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a loss and found through it in there. He said, uh, working from home depends on the personality. Like I have people that work under, I have a number of people that work under me. Um, mm. And some of them are phenomenal, like super, super efficient working from home. And some of them, I can't get a hold of them half the time. You know, like, but I think it all depends, like it all, it all depends on who you like, like some people, if you're a self-starter, if you're a self-starter working from home is great. Cause you're going to like, you'll get all your work done by 10 AM and have the whole rest of the day to be productive, you know, and other things. Whereas if you're not a self-starter at all, like these dudes, (laughs) they don't do nothing. You need to be baby. uh, You need a babysitter to keep their zoom zoom active. So they're logging their time, but they're not actually like working. So it does, it all depends. I'm, I'm a proponent of working from home. I think that if you can learn to be efficient working from home, then that should be the standard. You know, everything should be remote if you can be. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. shopping and retail and other things like that, you gotta, you have to be in the field. But right, right, right. You know, if you if if you're capable of working from home and you can be trained and uh, disciplined, then it's definitely a a benefit. I would I would I would say. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. agree with that. Yo, you see, Brooke Nam, he said, "I'm in the electronics field." There is no working at home. I have to physically go see and touch devices to troubleshoot. Yeah, so that right, that, right. that goes back to what Profits was saying about uh, you know like retail and stuff like that. Like you just ha- you have to be. You gotta be there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Definitely, and, and yeah, not all industries will you know pivot that way. Um, sure, but but yeah, yeah. Now let me ask this, this Profit. Um, since you have people working from under you. Um, do you have you always had the work from home uh, aspect of it before no, everything COVID happened? Did it. COVID. Okay. okay, COVID brought everybody, everybody home, but we kind of learned that it it like everybody's more efficient. Like my team, I'm very careful when I hire people because I want them to be self starters no matter what. Anyway, because mm-hmm. like like take initiative exactly. So mm-hmm. I, I I really do consider personality and things um, from a work from home perspective because. I, I, it's already a quality trait that I look for in somebody that I'm hiring. Um, so I, I think that COVID kind of weeded out the people who are good at it and aren't good at it. Um, for me and for, for the people that work for me. Um, and we've kind of, we haven't, we haven't like fired anybody, but we've made, we've made decisions on like, okay, this guy needs to go to this and do this. Cause this is what he needs to be good at. Cause he's not good at working from home. Hmm. Um, oh, okay. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like kind of shifting people around. Like I, I don't, I mean, I obviously don't like firing people ever, but, um, I do, I am a proponent of learning where somebody's strengths are and then right. putting them in a position that empowers them to, to do that, whether it's work from home or not. Like some, like we have people at my office that go into the office just because they hate working from home. They hate it. 
So yeah, I, I can know. see that. I can see that. Especially like like the older like 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 the 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 we have a we have a few boomers that work for us and they all want to be in the office. Everyone. Yeah. Them. So it's just yeah, like, also like a right. yeah, it's like a generational personality thing. Like they don't feel like they're getting anything done if they're you know at home. Um, mm-hmm. I can see that. So. I yeah, can see yeah. it. Totally see I, that. I, I've seen those. Um, right. LNF says, nah, plenty of people consider co-workers family and friends. Nah, uh, yeah, they need new friends. Or maybe at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Oh, maybe if you work at church or something. I can see that. Now, you know what? Every job, I, I think every job I've ever had, I, I, there was probably someone who I made friends with. Um, I actually have a friend who I've been knowing now for over 10 years. Um, when I was doing, I was working at a travel agency in a call center, you know, we mm. just stayed in contact. Um, so I guess it depends, you know, just like in anything, right? Um, you connect That's with certain true. people, you know? Yeah. I'm sorry, Ann, I cut you off uh, before. What were you going to say? No, no, no. Oh, no, no. Good. All right. All right. Um, so, yeah. There you go. So you got, you, got, you got Bestie at, at work, Jay? Uh No. Ever since, just, uh, ever since, ever since Switch left, because you had no. your, your bestie right there, you and right. Switch were working together. You guys were like, yeah, yeah, but even to there, Chick Fil A and everything. Nah, but even while we were there, I was just like, Sharing yo, let's work. Wizzies. No, right. whoa, hey, yo, nah. You didn't go. Nah. To, wow. You didn't go to the cart and get some halal nope. or some food and oh, share halal, together. maybe, yeah. No, we didn't share anything. <laughs> I was yeah. drinking. Anyway, drinking Coronas. Right. <laughs> Right. Wow. Put my business on class. Ah, right. 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 Hey. Hey. Well, That's cheers. not Christian, brother. Cheers. Nah, it's not. <laughs> um. Yeah. Now you gotta work. You ain't got no friends there, so you you have to work. Yeah, but even while while he was there, I was like, oh, yo, let's work. You know, let's start doing. Let's so he was something. he was the one that wasn't working. <laughs> I mean, he he worked here and there, right? But, yeah, I was watching uh, me, Kevin, and what else were they doing? I was watching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, so how you talking about you was working, but you watching? Yeah, but that, you're, you're still learning, right? You're still learning one. Oh, that's downtime. work. Okay, I got yeah, you. Yeah, I got okay. Yeah. He's I over. Got he's over here listening to Boosie's album. Like, who cares about that? You know? uh, that that's what you call on the job training. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, that went that went sideways, right? Real quick. <laughs> right, right, right. Get back on track, yo. Word, word. Um, all right. Next up, we got uh, we got oh, since we talked, uh, we we should have mentioned this before, but this is how we roll. Uh, Logan Paul. Yeah. We all know he moved to Dorado, Puerto Rico, right? Uh, with his yeah. brother. Yeah. And um, and if you've seen the Bad Bunny um video documentary. Yeah. Music video documentary, yeah, because mm-hmm. you know he made, he put in both, right? Um, he was uh, pretty much like you know outed saying you know these people are coming into Puerto Rico mm-hmm. uh, from mainland the United mm-hmm. States, you know, receiving all these tax benefits, right? Uh, but the people of Puerto Rico get nothing, right? Um, so Puerto Rico just had a a, a hurricane a couple of weeks ago, right? Which they're still trying to recover, mm-hmm. and we see there's a a, a video of Logan helping out and, and was there a video? Out. I didn't see the video. I saw a picture. Yeah, it was. Oh, video. was it a picture? Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I don't. Only know only reason story. I say it's because it says YouTube Shorts. No, it was, right? it was. I'm thinking video. Okay. No, it was a video. It was a video. Okay. Yeah. So there's a video. It was. It was a video. Uh, yeah, yeah. Of him, uh, you know, okay. donating. Um, I think he had, you know, like paper towels and mm-hmm. like. Did he toss some like this? 
Didn't... No, he didn't toss it. He, like he handed it to them. You know. Oh, okay. No, he didn't toss. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so what do you think now? Does this yeah. does it make him? I don't know. Well, I got. I got a, or I got a question, man. Yeah. Um, was was the video shot by his crew or was it like some random person? <laughs> um, so nah, it didn't look. It didn't was look like a production. It didn't look production. It looked like it was just. Yeah, just like an iPhone, uh, like an Android. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Vice wasn't there. Like right. That's what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, the zone was there, right? Filming for his upcoming fight or something. Oh, fights! Yeah, <laughs> right. That's funny. That's funny. Twenty-four yeah, seven. No. Yeah, I mean, I think no. it's cool, man. I mean, re- regardless if he used it as a photo op or not, um, I don't think he did. I didn't think he did. Um, but yeah, um, I think it's dope, man. I think I think it's dope that people, you know, are helping their communities, the right? You know, I mean, a lot of people yeah. didn't, you know, didn't do that. Sure. You know? Yeah. So I, th- I think it's pretty yeah. cool, man. Yeah, but awesome. like, but like, man's went from like filming suicides in a forest to helping people of Puerto Rico. It's quite yeah. the swing. Yeah. <laughs> For, <laughs> For sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I, like, I don't like the Paul brothers at all, but I got to give them props Uh-oh. for helping out where they can. Yeah. Um, you know, not that I choose, feel like they choose to help out very often. So I guess I'll take the, take the W. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but this, this yeah. there's been, um, I think, um, Thing. I forgot the the town in Puerto Rico where they kind of like rebuild the the boxing ring. Um, mm-hmm. I don't yeah, remember. But it wasn't the prophets. He's trying to proselyte you right now. This guy's yeah, a big advocate for. He's a big I, advocate for the Paul. I brothers. thought it wasn't. And I thought it was still in the in the in the same community, wasn't it? No. What? Damn. What's that city? Like it's right next to uh, Old San Juan. Um, it's considered hood. Santos. La Pella. La Pella. No. No. Mm. La Pella. Oh yeah. 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 So That's they like, re- yeah. yeah, yeah. So they rebuilt, um, you know, a, a boxing gym. The that boxing was there. gym there. Yeah. So, I mean, this was like years, you know, when they first moved mm-hmm. um, out there, right? Um, a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, a couple years ago. I mean, that's cool. It is. Right. I, mean, I think I'm, so. I'm, at least, you know. Yeah, it's cool that they do that. Like I said, I think that's the least they could do. Well, they, they, they living out there tax free like that. For sure. That's the dream. He's living the dream. For sure. Right. Tax-free. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Uh, right. Tax-free. They took the beaches over. I mean, that's the least they could do. All right. Yeah. With that section they live at, that's part of the documentary, right? They, they, yeah, they, they were there. They took over that whole beach. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So they don't even allow the, the locals to, to go there. Hmm. Oh yeah, that was in the dark. They had to like walk around, and it's all rocky. Right. Did yeah. we talk about that on on here? I don't remember. I think it was ah, a topic, no, but we no. didn't we didn't discuss it. Mm. Maybe we yeah. we we, we circle back to that. So that's yeah. the least they could do, right? You know what I'm saying, get them a little boxing gym just in case. Nah, I mean, trying to get to the beach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, we're taking over your beaches, but we'll give. You... Thanks, guys. Throw your little yeah, bone. Yeah, Throw your little yeah, bone. Yeah. <laughs> Couple of bottled waters. Thank you. That's it. I won't. I won't like Tebow toss it to you either. We'll. We'll actually hand them out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. What would you think about it, Jay? I mean, I thought. I mean, I think social media gives us this perception, right, that these people are, you know, the worst of the worst or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think, in some way, some form, 
you know, these people have hearts and, you know, willing to help out any way they can, right? Just because we don't see it, yeah. you know, on social doesn't mean, you know, that it, it may not happen or, or not it does happen, happen right? Right. You know, yeah, for all yeah. we know, they could have donated a bunch of money, but however government is, you know. Well, you saw what happened away. a lot with Maria. Like, right, they, got, right. The main, they yeah. wasted a lot of funds and they, they hoarded a lot of the, the supplies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they hoarded a lot of the supplies. Stuff was in in warehouses just because they wanted to make Trump look bad. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Uh, definitely agree with you there. So, yeah. you know, that's wild. That's wild. It Shout is. out to the to the Paul brothers for that, man. Because they, I mean, they could have just wrote a check. They didn't have to go out there and help people. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what most people do, right? Like they just write a check. Just, yeah, just you know, donate. Yeah. Hit that uh. What's that joint? Donate.org or whatever it is in the, on the profile. And that's but, it. I don't know where that money's going. I think I read somewhere it's like you only got to donate like 3 to 4% or something like that for a nonprofit. So really? TNC is going to be a nonprofit next year. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> You got you got eighty seven thousand IRS agents that are gonna prove you otherwise. Oh yo, that's true though. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, don't remind us. Let's go, Brandon. Ah, oh, why did you have to say that? Come on, um, come on. Hey, I'm just a. Hey, I'm oh, you know. This is why we always get in trouble. <laughs> yo, speaking of um, camera photo ops getting caught out there, you seen that that sales rep, right? Well, what was that sales, sales rep, rep selling? Ooh. The sales rep in the solar panels. Solar panels. Solar panels. The solar, solar panels. That's right. He said he was down the street. Yeah. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> he was out panel. in a truck. Yeah. Oh, damn. So, All right. So, what happened? Two slipped up and said the N word. Yeah. Yo, he had my man was listening too. My man he had him for a second. He, he, he opened the door and everything. Yeah. He saw him on the ring line. He came Wait, out. Wait, it was part of his pitch. He opened the door. He came out. Yeah. Huh? It was part of his pitch. No, I, mean, started, I don't think he intended. I he don't didn't think intend he, for it to come out. Yeah. I don't think he's. Uh, no, nah, that was a part. Like right. somebody came out like recently and was like, he didn't mean to. He tried to combine two words. Like he tried to say like neighbor and agent or something. It's like nah. Yeah. <laughs> like it was one of those situations. Where, like you know, he was just sitting in his truck with his boy. Not like, the time to condense and, words. <laughs> and came out and just like like spoke yeah. how he was speaking in the truck. Oh, it was bad. Really so, so he was door knocking to sell he was door uh, solar knocking panel. solar panels. Yeah. He knocks on the door, rings the door, the 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 ring, right? And then uh <laughs> dude comes out. You don't see the dude. Do you see the dude? I don't, I don't think I saw the dude. Um, nah, you don't. He was him. like at the door, so you don't see him. And so the guy just kind of gives his. He don't even get into his pitch. He's like, you know, he started. He started getting yeah, into he it. started to, and he's like, you know, we're just, you know, reaching out to your neighbors. We're talking a couple of your, but then he didn't say neighbors though. He said another word yeah. with a hard R. Oh my goodness! And then he That's said it like right. he said the two, three, or four times, like after, no. like yeah, like bro, like like you can even see on his face after he says it. He he starts like talking. Like I didn't mean I didn't mean to say it. It's like what? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's like I didn't say that. He's like, you. I have you on camera. Like you just said this right. is what you just said. And he's like, no. Nah. He's like, I didn't mean to say it. And the guy just cl- slowly closes the door. <laughs> it's just like he, we yo, he got lucky, man. <laughs> what? Oh, right. He, he got lucky. He was able to walk away. Yeah. Because yeah, right, he said it. Yeah. That imagine he would have caught the wrong person, boy. That was wild. Ooh, he would have been wearing a solar panel. <laughs> he would have been on the roof with the solar panels. Right. <laughs> been around his neck. 
right. Yeah, that was crazy. The look on his face, and he's like, oh, like he just knew he messed up too. That was that was wild. crazy. So, that was is wild. there any update to that story? Like, is there like is he still employed now, or? Other, now, other than what prop, you know, what proper just said about him uh, um, trying to combine the two words, which I don't even know how you. How? Like, yeah. How you get I mean, I, neighbor and agent. I, mean, I saw it on Reddit. Like, so, like somebody who knew him true, or man. represented him or something was like, he tried to combine neighbors and agent or something. Like, he was thinking he was an agent going to neighbors or something and like mm-hmm. combined the two words on accident. And like, the guy seemed nervous at first, but then like mm-hmm. when he started like going into his pitch, he like started like talking with authority. So it's like, you know, that like he was just sitting in his truck talking <laughs> about the the kinds of people that were in that neighborhood and he just came out <laughs> he just like he just came out and just said it like because that's how he was talking like i don't know it was i thought weird. it was a prank yeah i thought it was a prank at first too i'm like no way that nobody like no way like somebody does this but he right he, he just did. blurred that out yeah yeah, yeah. that Jeez. was crazy Jeez. i was just waiting for him to get hit like oh me he's too. about to get tossed off that balcony yeah <laughs> but nah dude just walked off like wow, the Lord Jeez. was with him that I day. What he's gonna say? I wonder what he did at the next door. <laughs> he probably, he probably probably went, home. I went and called his boss. Like, hey, listen. Uh, so this is what just happened. <laughs> In case we get the complaints or this right. goes viral. Well, that's probably why right. that story came out. Oh, you know, he's just trying to condense words. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sound like something mm-hmm. the the White House sure. press secretary would say. Oh, he misspoke. He misspoke. He got distracted. That was that's crazy. Man. That was wild. You think he, you think he still out of his job? Nah, that dude's nah, gone, bro. He's yeah. a salesperson. <laughs> he's he's disposable, man. You know what I mean, they, they filled his. They already filled his position. They probably just went to work for Tesla. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that because somebody actually sued them for using that same word and actually and got, got paid millions. too. Yeah. A word. Yeah. Yeah, he got paid. Yeah, they got so. paid. Well then I guess I so well, but that makes sense then. So Tesla does talk like that there. So yo, so so I don't think we were clear <laughs> in the beginning of the show, man. Brooknum said, Yo, how did I not know about profits and watch following on IG now from the podcast and watching on IG? So yo, oh, yeah, we no, got no, profits and watches on the show, man. No, I actually got a shout out, Gadiel, for for turning me on to you guys. Hey, shout um, out to Gadiel. Yeah, appreciate yeah. you. Yeah. Appreciate you listening. He, he, he interacting. Showed, he, uh, sent me y'all's last episode talking about Carl Lentz. And... Uh, speaking of, yeah, uh, uh, Chris was like, "We're Switch." He said, "I ain't watching if Switch ain't on." He Switch is a Carl Lentz on. fan. <laughs> Mayweather. So let's let's talk about the Carlette. So all right, so 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 Gadiel reached out Lins. to you. Hey, wait, wait, that's that's one of Carlin's boys, though. Cool, Chris. Chris? Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, comedian yeah. Chris is probably was wasn't this dude? Is Chris the dude that's in my DMs arguing with me about Carlin's? Oh, he is. Oh. <laughs> Yo, say those screenshots. It probably is. It probably is. That's his I moved boy. him from primary. I moved him from primary to general. Let's go. Wow. <laughs> Yo, comedian Chris, that you, bro? Wow, Chris. Yo, right, it so, is. 
Oh, it is. Let's go. Screenshot, right, send that. We, we put it on the live right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 just send it. I'm not going to do my man like that. Like, I'm not going to do him like that, but we do not see eye to eye on Carl Lenz. <laughs> my guy's paying. No, no. So, so to clarify, right? Uh, Chris is actually a good friend of ours. Um, and and uh, uh, um, he actually saw your story, um, like your, you know, about your response, kind of to us, right? Because we yeah, had yeah. talked about it, um, and he did mention, like, yeah, he he definitely agrees with you there. But we'll get into that. Let's let's yeah. backtrack a little bit. Um, so I think that episode was two episodes ago. It was me and Switch on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually have seen uh, your post um, about about Carl and coming back and how, okay, is this going to be a book deal or, you know, is it coming back, you know, to, to, to announce another church, you know, kind of like that structure we kind of see when somebody kind of like falls from grace and then comes back, yeah. you know, a couple weeks, a couple months later, right? In, in this case, Carl has been, what, like two years, right, um, since he's been back no, on. it's been like nine months, dude. Like he hasn't it hasn't even been that long. Hold well, on, let me go pull him up. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Pull him up. Um, yeah, that's quick. what I thought. Too. Oh, maybe it was. Maybe it was. Maybe it was 2020. Yeah. T- yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was 2021. Yeah. Yeah. But so yeah, it ain't been very long. Yeah. So so uh, we we definitely agreed there that you know we kind of have like that structure not we but there's always been that structure a couple months after whatever then you start announcing hey i'm back on uh, the pulpit or i'm starting this right. new church here or here comes a book or whatever the case is right um and uh and yeah so then um uh, i guess gadiel told you that we spoke about it you saw it and yeah. then you 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 know you posted on your stories and you you posted a response which uh hopefully jimmy can get uh on the screen now i'm not sure if you're able to read it but um, I'll definitely read it from my phone, um, you know, to give the the listener some context. All right. So it says, uh, oh, yeah. So we started talking about uh, does Carl need to have a public apology, you know, to, to, you know, everybody on online or whatever, or is it more to his family? And I believe me and Switch had agreed that, um, basically it doesn't really matter about the public, right? It was more about his family um, and, you know, if he's sorry and all that, but um, mm-hmm. you, you wrote in your story, as far as the public apology, my take is yes, he does owe the public an apology. My dude preaches on marriage, counsels marriages, discusses marriages, discusses loyalty, denied wrongdoing until it was irrefutable, does podcasts, interviews, news segments, industry pieces on marriage. When you a man of influence, this, this kind of wrongdoing isn't excusable to the public because he didn't cheat on his following. He doesn't owe me personally a public apology. He owes the people he spoke with authority uh, into an apology. He does have his influence. He counsels and influences, uh, quote unquote, the public from behind the mask of infidelity himself. The absolute That absolutely merits a public apology long before he emerges as a thought leader again. And then you, you add us. I did. <laughs> he said I did. <laughs> I did. So, I so mean, yeah. I, 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 yeah. I didn't disagree with what y'all were saying, but I think that a lot of times um, in the, uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to use this phrase and I, I'm, it's going to get me heat. I know, but in like that <laughs> church, in the church culture world, mm-hmm. like in the it, historically in this, um, 
everything like forget like you, you literally everything is forgiveness everything is it's what it's about i mean that's the gospel is forgiveness mm-hmm. and i think that a lot of people tend to get in this um trench of forgiveness to restoration and a lot of i don't think a lot of people like to talk about what restoration looks like in a situation like this um, like, you know, I, I, there's a, a recent story of a church that we were good friends with. The guy, a guy had, had literally slept with one of his high school students, had a wife, wow. had kids, all this, um, you know, like literally waited till like the day she turned 18 and, you know, slept with oh, her wow. like three months later, dudes back in ministry, you know, as a restored man going through counseling, this and that. And it's just like, hold on, a, hold on a second. Like that kind, that kind of restoration is is not merited in situations where you were speaking speaking to people in authority or with authority. When you are a marriage counselor or a faith-based, um, I was going to say authority again. I'll just beat that horse. If you are mm-hmm. that kind of faith-based authority, there are there are things that you are appro- I don't say appropriating. There are things that you are doing to your people um, that is is public facing um and you you don't get to ignore the fact that you're speaking into people's lives and kind of being i don't want to say hypocritical but you mm-hmm. you are talking to people about marriage and loyalty and the you know the will of god and his vision for marriage and his vision for the church and his vision for this and the entire time you're cheating on your wife with multiple people known and mm-hmm. unknown um, and so you're, you're, you're essentially at the end of the day saying, do as I say, and not as I do. And I'm not turning around and saying that people sin just immediately disqualifies you, um, from anything faith-based at all, whatever you're okay. doing. But I do not think that, I, I do think there are things that you can do that restoring you to power will do more harm than good. And this is one of those situations with Carl Letts. Um, and I like people like keep quoting me, like thinking I'm harping on him because he didn't personally apologize or apologize to the public or this or that. And that's right. not really what I'm getting at. I mean, that that's it's part of it. But it's like that it, that is one of many, 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 many things I feel like would need to happen to put Carl back in front of people. Like, does does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So. Um, do you have like a like what does that look like like what, what is the timeline um because as as you know jay said it, it's been about almost two years and for me like i thought it was rather quick right yeah it was quick, i was like yeah. didn't this dude just step down like I, I really i literally thought it was like just a couple of nah, months he was ago. removed he didn't yeah. step down. He's, he denied true. he denied Very this true. until he denied this until it was irrefutable and there were people and he was burying things and the church was burying things. And the girl came forward and, and the, the girl had to go to the yeah. news to get her story mm-hmm. told because nobody in the church and nobody in, in, in the lenses would listen. And what's even worse is the lenses as a family knew he was already in uh, being uh, already sleeping with a babysitter. Mm-hmm. Like this wasn't, wow. this wasn't a, this wasn't like a one time up. Oh, I made a mistake. Like now I'm going to be res- like, I'm going to take some counseling, you know, go to rehab and come back. Mm-hmm. Like this wasn't like a one time thing. This was a pattern, major, major pattern of behavior. It's a lifestyle for him. Right. Yeah. Like this is what he does. And I think that there are, uh, 
I think that there are things that do not, that make people not cut out for like fame and fortune, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that the, a lifestyle of infidelity and of dishonesty mm -hmm. um, and minimizing what had happened has like, to me, you're, you're not, I, like people come back from cheating. I, I mean, that's obviously that's something that people do. I do not think that uh, putting putting people who have this kind of lifestyle back into positions of authority is a, of authority is a smart thing. At least not in yeah, two no, years. I agree. I agree. Um, and so, like, I they think that people keep getting my my issue is that he didn't really apologize. Like, that's not it. it just it is a sign to me that nothing has changed. It's still that same lifestyle of minimizing and dishonesty. Like maybe he's not, you know, cheating on his wife right now. That's, I, I, I'm not, I'm not accusing him of like he's still yeah. going out and cheating on his wife. But I mean, the dude has still has this level of swagger and arrogance towards the whole situation to the point that he won't, like, he knows that people are going to come out and defend him no matter what he does anyway. Mm. And so they're going to come out and be like, well, he, you know. That was what we were, I was arguing in the DMs about. Like, well, he. What do you want him to do? He did his part. He apologized. It's like that. That doesn't. That doesn't reinstate you back into ministry in front of the people that you spoke authority within, and then betrayed all their trust. Right. You know. You, mm -hmm. you don't. I. You don't put somebody in positions where he can continue abuse. Yeah. You know. Um. You're not gonna. You know. You're not gonna let a convicted sex offender babysit your kid. Like that's, that's disqualified you from yeah. that. Like yeah, you're that's something that you're not, you're not able to do anymore because you, you have proven untrustworthy in those situations. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of these pastors like minister to like couples, to men and women and all that. Yeah. And that's the same. And, and you know, lost and found said the same thing. These pastors are reinstated and end up recommitting the same offenses. They do every time mm -hmm. it is every single time. Um, mm. like it, like you look at these guys, John Gray, um, like John, I'll give you a part. That's a classic example. Like the dude has had more affairs and not Dante Bowie. Like mm. they, these guys, these guys don't stop. It's, it's, it's a, it's a level of narcissism that, that people like to ignore because they like the person. Like I love, like, I loved Carl Lentz. Like I loved his. Like I loved his preaching. He was very charismatic, you know. Like mm -hmm. he he was fun to he was great to listen to. Like it, it, it was it. I enjoyed him as a like as a dude, but it doesn't negate all of the crap that he's put his family and his following and his church and everything through. And I don't I don't hold the church you know harmless on that. They did a lot of the covering too, mm -hmm. um, intentionally. Um, True. And so mm. th there is a lot of, I think that people are very quick to absolve Carl Lentz because they like him. And I'm, I'm in, I'm in that boat too. I liked Carl Lentz. I just, this, this to me was a major like showcase of just a, like abhorrent narcissism and dishonesty on a level that like, like the way it usually, I feel like the way it usually goes is I get caught. I apologize. I say I'm caught. I go to rehab. I go to counseling. I go to whatever. Yeah. And then there's an expectation that I come back with Carl Lentz. He denied it until somebody went to CNN. Like he, like <laughs> the church hit it. Like right. Everybody hit it. Like, and even when he got found out, 
it wasn't a, I'm sorry. Like I was your, you know, I'm sorry this happened. I'm sorry that it wasn't that it was, I'm sorry to my wife, um, which was fair at the time. Mm -hmm. You know, I have been unfaithful. I, you know, I'm sorry that I hurt my wife. I'm sorry that I hurt my thing. And then it's just like, you know, a year and a half later, it's like, Oh, we back baby. Let's go. You know, like, and we're, and we're right back to posting, like he's posting stories with so, like a celebrity again. Like, like, it's just like, the, there's no, no, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like there's like no relief for this. It's like, this is who you are at the core of your being. Like this wow. is the kind of person that you are. And I, I, not that I think there's no grace for that. I just, I, I, I don't see a path where restoration into um, authority is going to be valid for him in any way. Um, you know, like you can even, you can even have him come out and apologize to the public. And it's like, look, you're, you might, you probably shouldn't be in a position to be speaking to marriage, like speaking about marriage to people right now. Like, right. You know, we'll, we'll, let's, if we want to put timelines on it, like let's wait some years to see if this is still something that's not as fresh and new. And you, you know, you've still kept it real with your wife. Like, you know, you, you've raised godly kids. You've raised, you know, you, you've elevated yourself to this godly level. Because right now I I'm just not seeing it. It's it, I mean we're just right back to you know we're back baby, um, and you know and, and this that's what happens. Yeah, that's that's just how it how it works. I'm, I'm it's a cynical take, but you know I think that's that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree with you. I thought it was kind of like too soon. Like I said, I was like, yo, didn't this dude just like you know? And obviously he didn't step down, um, as you noted, but you know like he just. He just left, you know, the face of the earth. He wasn't on Instagram. He did that last post. He apologized to his wife and everything. And then it just seemed like a couple, beach house. <laughs> a couple of months went by. And then it was like, all right, we're back. You know, here's my family two years later, whatever, you know. And I yeah. told the fellas, I was like, okay, I, I imagine a book, you know, and, and, and speaking engagements are coming soon with him and his wife. And they're going to tell the story, yep. you know. They're going to do the whole press run and everything like, you know, and they're going to profit on it. Like, it's yeah. just like the, nothing changed. Like you just kind of shifted form. Like, does that make sense? Like mm -hmm. there's not a, there's not a, um, there's not like a 180 run from run from evil situation with this. There's like, we're going to, we're going to do this a little bit differently now. Mm -hmm. And that's just, you know, it's, it's more of a pivot than anything else. I mean, you see this, you've seen, you've seen this forever. I mean, we just, I mean, there's still people now that's investigating John, John MacArthur, like in offenses he's had back in like the eighties and seventies. And like, like, it's just, it's constant. The, uh, Rob, uh, what's his name? Ravi Zacharias. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like this is uh -huh. just a pattern with all of them. Like they, mm -hmm. like you get too bit. If you, if you are a kind of person that gets massive fast and you are not cut out for it, this is, this is the path that you're inevitably going to end up It exposes you. Yeah. yeah. It exposes and, and who you really are. I think a lot of guys end up, you know, being able to keep it kind of hidden for a while and until it's, you know, inevitable. And then they come out and they apologize and, you know, up comes, you know, a marriage book and we're back at, you know, we're back, baby. You know, it's just how, that's <laughs> how it is. It's just a cycle of it. And, you know, some yeah. people kept it under wraps like Ravi. Ravi kept it under wraps for decades. Until he was dead. Until he was dead. Yeah. And then it came out. And that happens. That happens too. And he was mm -hmm. even, he was way older. Uh, MacArthur's way older. Um, mm -hmm. it, it happens. But then you got like the, the John Grays and, 
the Dante Bowies and like the Carl Lenses, like it, they're too big, too fast. And they just, they get caught up in, in the fame and the fortune and they're invincible and then they're narcissistic. And then here's where we're at. We cheated on my wife as a lifestyle, realistically to the point where I'm lying about being a pastor to people. I'm saying I'm a yeah. sports writer. <laughs> like what? Like it's just you don't come back from that unscathed. And like maybe he's done like some crazy intensive counseling and and you know he's been out to re. But nobody knows. Like that's the other thing. At the end of the day, nobody knows what he's done except the people that are in his circle. Right. So what? What? And I don't even think they know everything either. They just know what he was caught. You know what I mean? Like whatever he was caught doing. I'm sure there's more that they just don't know. It is. And it's, it's, it, I, this is only like the people that were able to get their story out. Like at the end of the day, like that's what it is. Like it's just people who are able to get their story out and they were, you know, the investigations that they brought on. But I mean, you know, there's others. Like, you know, there's others. This is just how this is, this is a lifestyle. So. Yeah, that's, that's, that's sure. wild. So, uh, Jay, you going back to his church? Uh, no. It's, it's been a what? while. Yeah. Wow. Would you ever go back to his I church? You've been going. No. You'd never go no. back. No. Five, ten years from now. I'm doubting. Why not? I mean, why not? I, I don't know. I don't have a reason right now, but mm. did you feel betrayed just, by this? Just out of curiosity, uh, like, get personal. Like, I would I'm, say, I it's like, I would chill, say, but. yeah, I would, yeah, no, no, it's good. It's good combo. Um. I would say I I kind of got wrapped up into the person of Carl Lentz, right? Mm-hmm. And uh. not realizing, like, although I would see this dude around and, you know, in front and preaching Jesus and just have, like, this fervor of, of uh, preaching the gospel, like, I, I, I didn't separate that from, yo, this dude, like, like, like what he did was wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so, and, and I think that's what happens with a lot of people is they, they, they kind of put the, 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 the minister, the pastor, whatever, you know, way before, um, like in, in, in front of God, in front of Jesus, sure. right? 100%. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely would say like once I heard the news about all this stuff happening, I was like, whoa, like this is this is wild, and it you just know? got worse the more like. It, the longer it went on, correct. like it just correct, it, like correct. It, it came out as like, "Hey, I was unfaithful to my wife." It's like, and I hate to say it this way, but it's like, okay, I mean, that happens a lot in these pastoral roles. Like, not I do not, I am not condoning this at all. So do not right, come right, at right. me in the DMs and be like, "He's saying it's okay." No, that's not what I'm saying. It, what I'm saying <laughs> is this happens a lot in these mm-hmm. like positions of power, small or big. It does. Like but you that, know, it, that, it happens a lot, mm-hmm. but then. Like as these investigations go, you got all the lying, all like, like all the lying, all the denials, all the, uh, all the you know thirst trap stuff. Like the guy, the guy, this was literally how he lived his life for a while, a, a decent amount of time since he got famous. Um, yeah, and to me, it's just like. Like and I, I like I said I liked Carl Lentz I liked his sermons I liked his preaching he was charismatic and fun and uh, you know I liked it but it was just it, it, people idolized him on a level that 
was dangerous. Very. And it's almost mm-hmm. offensive. Like if I were like if I were preaching, I'm not a pastor or anything, but if I were preaching the gospel and I looked at like and I'm trying to get these people involved in the church and I'd be I'd be pissed at Carl. And I get I'd be pissed at these guys who who worship him to 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 no end. And that's the thing is like, like people keep coming back. Well, well, how good is, you know, how good is God's forgiveness as far as the East is from the West? He, you know, why, why shouldn't he be reinstated and this and that? It's like, this is just going to happen again. Yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't say pissed, right? Because I mean, well, at least in my perspective, right? Because yeah. number one, it's not like I'm going to, you know, service to 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 see Carl or sure. see John or whoever, right? I'm going to hear the word of God, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um now granted, is that everybody? No. Um, but but still, you know, I, I don't think that, um uh saying it like that kind of like I don't know. It's it's harsh, and I, I recognize yeah. I'm kind of harsh the way yeah. that I talk anyway. But like, it's just it like for me, there are so many people who go to. Oh, oh, did we lose you? Back to that, Joe. Yeah, we lost Gary. you for a second. Oh yeah, yeah sorry. I thought oh, everything just kind of freaked out for a second. Um, like I, I, I we go back to the workplace thing. I have a coworker who like flew to California to see Chad Veach preach like like that you're not I get it I get it in some regards like you know I I read all his books I you know I love Chad Veach but it's hard to like really think that you're in this for the gospel um if the personality is bigger than the message like does that Mm. does that make sense yeah uh, yeah, Lens was a Lens was a big character, and I I do think that Lens preached the gospel. I mean, it may have been kind of a watered down, you know, encouraging version of it in some some ways. But I I mean, the, he got the basics down. Like he he was presenting this to people. Um, oh, what's up, Kalen? Um, so <laughs> I, I think he's one of my followers um welcome what's up bud um so i think that a lot of people just got caught up in his big personality and his you know this guy's close to justin bieber um you know that that kind of stuff um yeah and oh no we did well this is episode one sixty nine. We got a special guest, Profits and Watches. We got a little technical difficulties. Yeah. If you're enjoying the episode, make sure you hit that thumbs up button for us. Facts, um, facts, facts. And hit that subscribe button. Turn it gray. Might as well. Um, with the might as well you're here, right? Yo, yeah. Y'all there? Yeah, we're here. Yeah, we're here. We hear you. Yo, now. I don't know why I keep cut- cutting in and out. Like everything else works. It's just this page isn't working. Um, yeah, weird. Uh, um, so and I, I just think that people got very caught up in Carl Lentz, the person, um, you know, he's close to Drake. He's close to Justin Bieber and all that. Mm-hmm. And it became kind the of star this, status, right? Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I'm getting to see Carl Lentz preach. Um, and, uh, you know, it's cool. Like I went when I went to New York in 2019, we tried to we tried to go see go to Hillsong. I, we couldn't get in, but we tried. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think that that was just a lot of, a lot was of, that, uh, hype. Was, were you, were you not able to get in just because there was too many people or because of your page? Oh no, he had no idea. I mean, he wouldn't know who I was. <laughs> I mean, he probably would. He, 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 <laughs> he name called me to somebody that another celebrity, yeah. I'll say celebrity, but another famous pastor that I know he was uh-huh. DMing with him. Um, and he, he, he called me a pariah. Wow. So like, like I, I don't, I don't even care. Like I get it. These guys, the, 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 my page seems petty to a lot of people. And I, mm-hmm. I, I completely get it. I'll own that. Like, I know that it can seem kind of petty. Um, well, yeah. Let's, 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 um, let's talk about, let's kind of pivot and let's talk about it. How did the page start? How did the idea for the page and everything start? Yeah. All right. So yeah, I'll give you the, I'll give you the high level spiel on, cause it was a, a number of things actually really got me, got kind of got me going. So mm-hmm. one, y'all know who preaches the sneakers is, uh, Ben yeah. is awesome. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and like he created a really cool page. Um, but he, he, he kept, <laughs> he was posting all these shoes and I, I had followed him for a long time. I probably followed him for like a year. Like I followed him. Like, I don't even think he had, I don't even think he had 50,000 followers when I started following him. Like I really liked his page. Mm-hmm. I thought I had a cool message. Like he, he was fun. He's witty. Um, and I, <laughs> I, I start. he started doing a sneaker post and he, he did a bunch of posts like right in a row. And he's like, everybody was freaking out. They're like, Oh my God, he has $600 Jordans. That's ridiculous. Like, how does this guy get access to Virgil Abloh? Like it was just mm-hmm. a guy like everything. And I'm, I'm sitting here looking at these guys and I'm like, well, that's John Gray. He's got a, $17,000 watch on his wrist in this exact picture. Right. Like y'all mad about $600 kicks. And so I just started, I just started kind of like commenting on his stuff and was like, it's like the shoes, like the shoes are bad. Like the guy that's a $17,000 watch. And those comments kept getting deleted. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. I don't think it was him. Cause he had a social media manager kind of there in the beginning. Yeah. And so I think that it was like, it was like kind of insulation. Like, you know, it was like, don't, like don't threaten the brand. Cause I think that a lot of people saw how fast his page grew and just saw dollar signs with him. Mm. And I think he tried to make it like a, I don't say career career. Like he wrote his book and like he started his podcast and you know, it was kind of this thing, you know, it kind of became a, a, a pretty big thing overnight. And a lot of people tried to hitch their wagon to it. And I think they thought that's what I was doing. Mm. Um, and I wasn't trying to do that. I was just like, I had no intentions of creating a page or anything at that time. Um, it was just one of those things where it was like, this is what, uh, you know, this is what I'm seeing here. Like, yeah, those shoes are terrible, um, like expensive, but they're not on, you know, they're not ridiculous compared to like the watches these guys are wearing. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just started doing that and I stopped, I actually stopped doing that for a while cause they all kept getting deleted. Hmm. Um, so I, you know, a little, some time went by, um, and I, I, so this is a fun story. So I was on Instagram, I was scrolling and there was one of the suggested like pages for me was a, a mega church pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was up on stage and he was talking. It was like a, it was like some, it was like a post sermon, like meeting. Like, I don't know if it was like a, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was like a, like it was just a members meeting or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, he, it was like a post service and he's talking about like, they're doing a parking lot expansion. Um, it, so he, he was like, he was talking, like, we gotta, you know, we're, I'm trying today. I'm trying today. I need to raise $20,000. 
for this parking lot, like for this expansion. It needs, it, we need to get it done today so I can pay the people. And, you know, I know the God's going to speak a word into y'all and we're going to get this done today. And the right. entire time he's talking this up, he's got a $30,000 Rose Gold Rolex on his wrist. Oh. Um, and it kind of just set me off and it probably shouldn't have, um, but it did. It kind of, I, I, I got really kind of cynical to that. Um, and so I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, and I sent it to, I had sent it to Ben uh, and I didn't get a response at the time. Um, so I just kind of left it, you know, um, I, 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 it just kind of stirred in me for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. and then I saw a, uh, I saw a, oh, what was it? Um, another mega church pastor start trying to like raise money for a political campaign. Okay. Um, talking like, you know, you know, we got to, <laughs> the devil's at our doorstep. If we don't stop the libtards, we got to, you know, it's just the way he was like talking. It's like really arrogant, really annoying. Um, and the whole time he had like a $20,000 uh, Zenith on his wrist. So it was just like, like I, I was just like, all right, I'm done. So I just started, I just started, like I, I literally got like a little collage app on my phone. Yeah. And just started putting these together. Um, and I posted them and I don't, I don't know how it kind of caught on a little bit. Um, but I just started getting people, they were like, Oh, you think the shoes are bad. You should check out profits and watches. And I think Mm. I probably got posted like on Twitter somewhere or something. And I got like a pretty big rush of followers right at the beginning. Okay. Um, like it's like, I probably got like 3000 or 4,000 followers in a couple days. Um, and I didn't know where they came from. Like I had no, I don't know if I hit like the explore page or somebody posted me on Twitter or something. And then like other people started like then relevant did an article on me. Yeah, yeah. Um, relevant kind of popped that in there, and that just—I mean—that took it to you know ten thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's incredible. So I, you know, and now I've just slowly grown. I've I've been like I haven't really tried to, like, like I have no intentions of like monetizing this or like I don't really care if I'm big. Like I really don't. Um, I, I, you know, I've made a lot of friends and kind of, you know been able to talk with a lot of people, share the gospel with a lot of people, uh, through the page. Um, you know, and I, 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 I really made the rounds in like the deconstruction circles mm-hmm. in the beginning. Cause everybody mm-hmm. took my page and were like validated by it. They're like, see, I told you it's all burn it all to the ground. Um, <laughs> you know, and it was like, it was just like, that's not what I'm here to say. Right. Um, but it ended up kind of being that way. And now like I, I've actually kind of matured a lot through the page. And I think it was at a time in my life when like, I really didn't have like a very serious faith in general. Um, like I grew up, I grew up in the church, you know, half my family was pastors. Okay. Um, like my family's struggled our whole lives, you know, financially and stuff. So it was kind of, I think it just really rubbed me the wrong way to start seeing. And I didn't even know much about this world, honestly, mm-hmm. like this whole mega church, celebrity pastor world i don't even think like i'd never really had much of a taste of it i follow preachers and sneakers but like i they kind of just it opened up so like so fun story uh i posted um kind of one of the things that got me on the radar uh which is, is it was so dumb um is i posted john MacArthur's moon watch he has an omega speedmaster yeah um i posted his watch and the media blitz that like the john mcgarth the j mac world did on like the hit pieces the like 
on your page? Oh my gosh, man! I, if you, he has a very. Pro, I'm not even gonna name him because I, he he was so nasty, um, but he did a whole YouTube segment on my page and the oh, watch, no. like like. I'm like, gonna look for it. Yo, it's wild. I'll send it. I'll send it to you after the show. Um, but my guy just like skewered me and the page and like the pettiness of the page and justified like buying him a ten thousand dollar watch or something. They said they wanted to get him a watch that merited like ten dollars a day or something for his mm-hmm. career. And it's like you know, like some PR dude just like really quickly like divided right. how, long, how much the watch cost. <laughs> oh, it's only ten dollars a day to buy this man ten thousand dollar watch. Um, and it was just like it, it like I got so that that's how like like people like Julie Roy's, mm-hmm. um, Kristen Powers, like some of those other like really um, popular like Christian voices and like Christian Post did a thing on me. Um, and so that's kind of how the page got started and kind of got its ground. I don't post near as much as I do anymore, but it, like it's gotten to the point for me where it's very exhausting running the page because I can't post anything without having an army on both sides in my DMS, right. like just some, like I don't, bl- and I don't block anybody, which I should, uh-huh. like I should block people, but I don't, I think I've only blocked yeah, one person. And I think you said the N word in my <laughs> comments. Oh yeah. Um, so it was just an immediate block, but like, I don't really block anybody. So I have like the same repeat offenders. Like, like if I make a post, it's like, I, I get, I, I get, why do you care a lot? What do you care? <laughs> what do you care? What's this to you? And then I always get like, why are you attacking my guy? Like, like, <laughs> and the people in the comments, all in the comments, they'll be like, like every single thing. They'll be like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. How dare you do this? And then I'll post like their guy and they'll be like, well, this one's different. It's like, no, nah, well, okay. It's, it's every single time. So like, <laughs> it's just, it's been, it's been an, it just gets exhausting to like, to be on the page all the time. Um, sure. You know, it, I got like, so I'm not going to name names, but I have a lot of like a lot of the pastors don't directly follow me, mm-hmm. but they follow me through family members who keep them updated. Oh, <laughs> wow. these are fits, so, yeah. <laughs> I got like people, I got this is blah, blah, blah's niece, or this right. is like blah, blah, blah's cousin. Like, right. He likes, he loves your page until you say something like critiquing them. And then it's like, you don't really know the guy. How dare you say that? It's like, eh. it's like every time, like, this is how it, this is how it goes. So. You know, I've had people threaten to send me cease and desists. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they never reach out. To, for the most part, they don't reach out directly. There's a few that have reached out directly, and have, like they've actually become really good friends. Mm-hmm. Oh um, wow! You know, like you know, confidants. Like, the, the, like I don't agree with mo- most of them, like necessarily, like politically or theologically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like they've been amazing to me. Um, you know, supporting the page. Uh, Do you guys know? Um, uh, Jonathan Picluda. I know the name. Yeah. 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 He's, he's phenomenal. He's on Instagram. He, he, uh, is the pastor of Harris, Harris Creek, uh, in Waco, Texas. Okay. Um, big church. I think if, like, if we were going to like point at like how to do mega church pastoring, I would point to him and be like, this guy's young, he's relevant, he's hip and he's above reproach every time. Um, and he's kind of become a bit of a, a, like a, like a friend of mine. I actually went and, visited him in waco this summer oh wow um, nice. so it's kind of cool to, yeah so like some like some of them like are, are very down to earth and then some of them are like I, my elder board's reaching out to send you a cease and desist it's like so, okay here's <laughs> here's my email address send me a cease and desist you posted this i didn't this is your right. content like right. what are you gonna what are you gonna, what am i desisting right um, right 
Um, this funny. is literally your post. Yeah. Um, so, it's, so, yeah. So, so let me ask this: Are you a watch fanatic, or, or this just the pages came about and just like you know, hey, let, let, you know? All right. So here's where like the nerdy stuff comes out. <laughs> yes, um, I've been in like the watch industry for close to a decade now. Okay. Um, wow. So I've worked my way up the ranks. There's not really a there's a watch industry, obviously, but as far as like media is concerned, you have like a few like watch uh influencers. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. and uh, the the one that I'm that I work with um is the biggest one or second biggest mm-hmm. one. Actually, I think he te- he's technically the biggest one because I think the first biggest one bought a bunch of followers, but mm. um so we work we we have like a, we have like publications um you know we have a bunch of other stuff that that we do to you know writers and stuff like that um oh nice so you know and we're always looking for writers too so if you want to write about the watch industry hit me up you know um, i know a guy you know i know a guy <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so i mean i've i've grown up around watches my grandfather was a i mean he was he was super poor but he was a collector of what like he loved 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 watches he just could never afford like a real one like a nice one mm-hmm. um so he used to buy like all like the seikos and the casios and stuff like that. he probably had a dozen casios mm-hmm. um and so i was always around them and not that you need to be rich to have nice watches like to be but he just he collected them right. as a kid around me as a kid um i was around them my whole life so you know and i i, I have a level of like collection problems like I like I, like I have to collect things. This is how I operate. Collection problems. Yeah, so it's like you know, I, I got my first pair of Jordans during COVID, and yeah. now it's like like I have three shelves built in my closet, just because it's like okay, it's just, it's just it just kept coming. Um, so you're a bit of a hoarder. I do. I'm a hoarder and I'm a collector of like everything. Like li- like I'm literally looking at a clock. And so it make my wife got it for me because it mixed both hobbies. It is a clock where all the indices are different, like Jordan. Like famous. Oh movies. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, got like yeah. the off whites. I got the Chicago's up there. I got the Kermits. Like the, the yellow jackets. Each one is a different. But this is good. This is good stuff. because this also like uh, lets people know that it's not so much like it's bad to own these things, right? Oh yeah, and that's it. I mean, I, I mean, I have nice watches too. Um, you know, it's I haven't, you know, I haven't <laughs> asked people for money so that I could go buy them. Right. But, right. I have, I do have nice watches. Um, some were given to me, mm-hmm. uh, some were purchased. You know, I, I do a lot of work in manufacturing too. So I hope, I hope, uh, like startup watch brands kind of understand what they're trying to make. Um, mm-hmm. and we, with, with, with my company, what we do is a lot of, um, consulting work. For consulting, that stuff. Right. So, right. you know, um, yes, I've, I've grown up with watches. I've made my way in the watch world and the watch industry. Um, you know, and I actually, I'm really proud of that as far as, you know. No, it's quite an accomplishment. That's really able dope to that your, your grandfather kind of influenced that. Yeah, That's it really was super dope. cool. You know, and he 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 was interesting on, uh, he, he was always a very interesting kind of collector. He liked as gaudy as he could get, um, but he like he couldn't afford anything really nice. Yeah. So he'd buy like the big, big, big Seikos and stuff, just yeah. the ones that are huge and gold. Speaking of Seiko, Brooknam said, don't sleep on Seiko. That Grand Seiko is something serious. That Snowflake is legit and the XKX is hey, respected. Brook, I'm literally like, oh, you can't see it. Um, I, <laughs> I, I literally have a custom Seiko patty on my desk right now that they made for us with like 70, like ni- the 1973 indices 
Um, they're hand aged, hand loomed. It's a Pepsi. Like I, I don't sleep on. I love Seiko. Um, and I have. I mean, I can't even tell you how many SKXs I've had in my lifetime. I just think yep. beaters. They're my fishing watches. They were my snowboarding fishing watches, watches. <laughs> skateboarding watches. Like you name it, I had an SKX for the occasion. That's funny. Um, you know, but like, yeah, I'll I'll tell you about the the Grand Seiko, that snowflake. You should. Uh, they have a misery dial now that you probably like if you like the snowflake. Just came out. It's kind of a pinkish hue, but it's beautiful. Yeah, Brooknell's been putting me on on the watch game. He's he's sort of been my my consultant, my personal consultant. Yeah. All right, bro. Yeah. Nice. What do you what do you think about so there was a, a a watch well I mean I think they still exist um movement watches I don't know if you heard of them MVMT the movement watches yeah 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 like what that. what are your thoughts on these up and coming very minimalistic but they're like getting very very popular type of watches the, so the MVMT movement no pun intended like that minimalist like um they call them Bauhaus styles uh. <laughs> they they started and I don't know I can't say that this is how MVMT started because I don't I don't know if they started this way but most of them started by drop shipping AliExpress watches mm. so that's how most of them got started if you go right. and look at an MVMT right. watch or movement watch and then you go to AliExpress and you type you, in you'll see the same styles yeah yeah same exact watch yeah yeah but without an without the logo on it and so what a lot of these guys did is they would find they would use like AliExpress or um, what's the other one? Oh, there's another one. I don't even follow those guys anymore. Uh, but there's an AliExpress and that and be uh, something else. And they'll find a manufacturer that'll just slap their logo on the dial and send it out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it costs them like forty cents to do like to do that. So like they'll buy like a dollar watch, spend forty cents to slap a logo on it, and sell it to you for one hundred twenty nine bucks. Spend another five dollars on Instagram to run ads. Sure, right? yeah, and like MVMT was the king of ads, and they're just not. Yeah. They're, they're not. They're not intellectually um, honest. They mm. say we, you know, we we looked at the luxury watch industry and tried to figure out how to make a luxury watch more affordable, and it's like, bro, like. There's steel watches with plastic dials and quartz movements. Like, I, I can go into any pack sun and buy 47 Nixons. <laughs> right. That's true. As your MBMT watch without, like, without having to, like, go through. And I don't know. I, I, if you like this, I don't really like hate on people who have MBMT watches. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, if you like that style, then get it. There's not really many, like, good brands that have that style, but there are so many better watches than those movement things mm, um and that, that kind of minimalistic thing is fine i mean there's luxury brands that do it like nomos does it vasher and constantine does it like they do it but they're way more expensive so if you just want to honestly if you're gonna buy it if you're gonna buy a movement watch uh just go on aliexpress and buy a watch for five bucks it'll, <laughs> it'll take you like it'll take you like six weeks to get here but you ain't gonna spend no 130 bucks on you save a lot of money. You save a lot. You save 100, <laughs> you're 125 bucks up. Then take that 125 bucks and go buy an Orient. Call it a day. All right. Right. Booknum <laughs> said he'd wear a fossil before he wears a movement. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> hey, listen. You'd be right about it. And listen, I don't know what's what's wrong with y'all, but. What's that? Most of my watches are fossil. They're fossil? Okay. Yeah. I'm not mad at you, man. Get what you got to Yo. get on me. I love them. Do they're what like, you they're do. so sleek. They're nice. They always buy one get one free. They're always perpetually on sale. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> always, That's true. 
Uh, you yeah, don't have Vic, you have Invicta? Uh, Invicta's another one too. No, I don't. Oh, no, those are those man. are always like in uh, Marshalls and yeah, those, yeah, those things are stores. so awful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! No offense to anybody listening that like sure. likes Invicta, <laughs> but I will leave you on red if you send me an Invicta <laughs> shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's crazy. I think you did post. You, I think you did post somebody with Invicta, if I'm not mistaken. Didn't you? No, I, Richard Mill. Uh, um, Isaiah Houston has like a Richard Mill freaking, but it's like quarter million dollars. That's crazy. Did you see uh, LeBron's blue Smurf? No, what? So LeBron posted um, not long ago. He has a this blue AP. Oh my gosh! I think oh, he's about the ceramic. That, yeah, so he got allocated one, and Kevin Hart got allocated one too. Yes, yes, yes. They both. Yeah, did. that yeah, thing yeah. is a ceramic. That thing is awesome. Yeah, you better not hit it on like a lamp pole though. That thing will explode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that was AP. Like my my Grail watch is a Royal Oak. So oh, like, okay. if I ever like if I ever just like sold everything and retired and bought one watch, it would be it like would a be rose though. gold blue dial Royal Oak. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. So, uh, um, all right. W- one final question. Sure. Um, I wanted to know. So, we were talking maybe last year, right? We was like, oh, we should we should get into um, getting some Rolexes to hold against inflation, right? Um, and then this year, you know, you get a, a Pepsi Rolex was going for like 18 20 yeah or even more yeah yeah i would not i would not invest in rolex right now you wait and then and then prices just started plummeting Mm -hmm. after the summer and i was like man that's a good thing we didn't get into it Um, oh i have a friend who bought a pepsi at top of the market oh Um, he didn't didn't, it was somebody bought it for him at the top of the market but they paid like 36 grand for it um and i think he sold it for like 18 (laughs) Oh, oh man, ooh. that sucks. So I mean, Paper it's off. yeah. I mean, it's eighteen bands, but you know, yeah, yeah. It's not. Sure. It's not thirty six like it was selling for when they got it. Yeah, um, crazy. You know, like Rolex is an interesting Rolex. <laughs> Rolex performed for about five years. I think it performed better. They say it performed better than gold. Yeah, yeah. I heard Rolex about watches because it's so. Yeah. They, I mean, they, it's so much, so much demand and so little supply of it. Yeah, Which is yeah. ridiculous because you wouldn't think, and it's this. That's the other part of the problem is it's like some of the same guys they're buying them all up. Mm. Like you know, if you're even like a middle middle of the road millionaire, you're probably gonna have a Rolex, mm-hmm. whether it was like from like you buying it or like it being like a corporate gift or like a something that somebody gave. Like a lot of a lot of people who have like especially in like the early two thousands, like early to mid two thousands. A lot of people like who had Rolexes were but companies were buying them in like like 20 of them for their board members. Right. So they're available okay. like that. You could get them. Right. Um, and then once everybody kind of started seeing how well Rolex was performing, they everybody wanted one. Everybody bought like you got now you got people who is like like who barely make any money investing all of their money into getting allocated a Rolex and then selling that Rolex like the day after, brand new. Hmm. So like you got people who have only who only have ten thousand dollars in the bank account, spending ninety seven hundred of it on a Rolex and selling it for twenty. Yeah, yeah. And like that, that was our was that happening. was our plan. That, that was, was our plan. plan but... <laughs> <laughs> nah, I wanted to get the Pepsi. I was offered Pepsi um, for like I think it was like thirteen or fourteen something like that. I don't even remember. You should have bought I, it then. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they told me, he's like, you should have bought it. And then, uh, obviously, you know, they resold it. I think it was like 33, 34. Wow. Yeah, that's all so, it is. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. like it, it, there's certain brands that just, that it, that it works that way. Like you can't get them. And there's certain models that you can't get. So once you get one, is it really like, we call them a watchmaker's watchmaker. Uh, there's a brand yeah. called FP Jorn. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, he's probably one of the most prolific watchmakers still alive. Um, very, very meticulous, very methodical. Doesn't make many watches per year. And like, he like, he like, there's, there's like billionaires who will go on Twitter and complain about Jorn because he won't allocate them a watch. Like Kevin O'Leary, <laughs> we talk about Robert Her- Herzevec. Yeah. Kevin yeah, yeah. O'Leary, like it took him like four years to get a Jorn. Wow. Um, but those things on the secondary market sell for 10, 12 times. Yeah, they're like uh, six figures, no? They're almost like Richard. Some Milley. of them, some of them, yeah, yeah. Richard, uh, Richard Mill is he gets, he but his the thing with like RM is they're pretty well allocated before they even release them. Mm. So like same with like the new like Nautilus is like Patek Philippe Nautilus, like mm-hmm. they they're pretty well allocated before they even release them, or at least at least the people who have the option to buy them um, mm. are are approached before they right, are right. released. So like you got like people it's like another um, level. Yeah, like Kevin Hart, LeBron, yeah. Ed right, Sheeran, right. like all those yeah, guys, yeah. like they they go to them and say, "Hey, we're making a Tiffany blue Patek Philippe Nautilus. Like you can buy it for retail." And they'll be like, "Well, that's a no-brainer because they're going to spend they're going to buy it for 35 grand and it's going to be worth 300,000 on the secondary market or more." I don't even know what a Tiffany blue dial, like Nautilus is going for right now. But like they sold it auction one sold it auction for like over a million dollars. Wow. Um, we actually we got to have uh we got to have um, breakfast in New York with one of the, with the guy that bought it. His name is Zach, and yeah. he's like a, he's a collector. And they they reached out to him, but he reached out to them. Um, uh, Tiffany Nautilus. Let's see what this is going for. Um, they reached out to him. Four hundred thousand like, hey, on eBay. That's that's fake one. Guarantee it. Four hundred thousand. They ain't selling that crap on eBay. That this is what's going to be called. So I have my like my like dealer backend where I can see what's available. It's not any, there's not even anything available right now. Mm. Okay, okay. Um, for those Tiffany Nautiluses, but like a regular, like I'll tell you right now, a regular Nautilus, just a regular Tiffany stamp Nautilus, not Tiffany blue dial, is selling for four hundred k right now, all day. Good, good. You good. said stamped. Tiffany stamped, yeah. Tiffany stamped Patek Philippe Nautilus. So this is an old version of it. If mm-hmm. now, if you do like Patek Philippe Nautilus Tiffany Blue Dial, those things I'd be willing to bet are half a million dollars. They're not even. They're not even. I don't even have any available on my back end, which means all these. They're safe. They're what we would call safe babies. Like some celebrity bought it and keeps mm-hmm. it. Oh, Jay Z has one though. Yeah, Jay Z has one. LeBron has one. Michael Jordan has one. Tommy Hilfiger has one. Man, that's crazy. Like, there's like there's like legitimately people on the internet who track who has the allocations for those because there's so few of them. Wow. Ed Sheeran has one. That's crazy. Um, but they, I mean, they, they they auctioned. I think the Tiffany Blue. I think the um, auction for this went, went over a million dollars. Wow, that's wild. I think it like actually like gaveled at like one point seven. Um, no, I lied. Dial the 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 last auction went for six point five. 
Yo, oh, <laughs> oh, you you think that piss, you think that's gonna piss you off? You know what that retail is on that watch? Thirty-eight thousand. No, no. I'm in the wrong business. Right, I was about to say, say that too. Bro. I'm about to say. <laughs> yeah, you know I worked so hard to Yo, get where profit I did. You hiring? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, crazy. But it's crazy. I mean, that's that's how that's the industry right now. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's it literally started at twenty grand for the auction, and somebody immediately bid half a million dollars. Let's like, just wow. Let's just cut to the chase. Here's half a mil right here. That's exactly what he did, and then it literally went all the way up to three point five million, and then it went up to five point two, and then six point five, and it sold. A steel, crazy. a steel watch. It's not even like gold. It's not 18k or nothing. Not there's nothing. It, it, it's not even like a full gold rotor. It's dipped. Like there's nothing in this that is worth any. It, it was worth six figures, let alone seven. Yet they'll sell all day long at six and seven figures. Wow, that is wild. We're in the wrong business. We need to start making watch. For the problem is you got to get allocated them. That's the hard I need, part. I need, I need connects at Rolex. Rolex, holla at me. AP, holla at me. <laughs> just like that right yeah. that's how it works hey you never know I, i'm sure they're gonna message you in, in about five once the episode is done they're gonna message you i'm sure right, once y'all like post this like and let people like listen to it my my dms are gonna be flooded with like hey can you get me a rolex yes but i won't <laughs> you just you just you just add an extra fifty thousand tax on it that's all yeah, I'll, I'll get you a Rolex. I'll get you a Rolex. I'll, I'll waste my allocations. I'll sell right. them to you at a hundred thousand dollar markup. Right. And I don't. Right. Have, I don't care about the allocations. I'll just go buy them secondary. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's funny. Look, Ann said we need allocation. <laughs> Yo, we got. And had to uh, disappear because uh, his internet. Yeah, he had Cut some technical out. difficulties. Didn't uh, didn't crazy. pay the provider. I see. Yeah, yeah that's why we need them allocations. That's what right. I'm saying. We'll get you guys in a penthouse. Y'all can like set up like like a the whole house for for your podcast. Right, let's go. Sponsored by Rolex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, Prophet, thank you for coming on. Thank you we so much. It. Great conversation. Um, let people know where they can find you if they need to get in touch. You you know, in touch with you for whatever case. Um, let them know. Yeah, just hit. I mean, you meet the at profits and watches, and not A and D. It was mm-hmm. A and D for a while, and then I changed it, and it made a lot of people mad. But it's, <laughs> now it's just and it's just profits and watches, all one word. Nice. There you go. Well, thank you, everybody. Before we go, we got the word of the day. It is Second uh, Peter. Oh, hold on. My screen is acting up here. Two one. Uh, there we go. Second Peter two one. False prophets and teachers, but false prophets also arose among the people. Just on there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the Master who brought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction. So uh, he he the he the word. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment, and uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, thanks for Prophet for his time, and uh, yeah, time. we'll see you sure. on the next episode. Make sure you subscribe, and uh, yeah, stick around, Prophet. All right, we'll be around. Peace. I'll be around. I'm actually going to go subscribe.